0: Welcome to Murder, She Don't, the movie podcast where we watch horror films because I love them, but she don't.
1: And then we talk about them because I do like talking, and he does as long as it's about horror movies.
0: Today we're going to talk about the 1994 film, Interview with the Vampire, of course based on the Anne Rice novels, mm-hmm. uh, directed by Neil Jordan and a screenplay by Anne Rice. like She actually got to adapt it. So. Uh, well, good. Starring Tom Cruise, Bad Pitt, Brad hit um <laughs> bad antonio pit. banderas christian slater's Such in it and then um this is was this Kirsten Dunt's first movie i think so before we get into the movie content warning oh god yeah there's uh nudity uh animal death mm-hmm. uh ch- child death slavery uh slavery uh oh man um well it's not it's not as gory or like explicit as a lot of other movies this mm-hmm. movie has a lot of like Symbolism triggers like, yeah. it, it, like, it, there's a lot of triggers in this movie, so
1: and it's um, more relationship based than gore based.
0: Yeah, this movie is, it's, I mean, it's a horror movie because it has vampires, but it's like mainly a, a relationship drama, like, yeah, basically, that's what it's about.
1: Abusive relationships, and yeah,
0: like, um,
1: <laughs> so many different kinds of abusive relationships, yes,
0: yeah, and uh, there's a lot of blood spilled and like. Just know going in, you're watching a, a a vampire movie that kind of covers a lot of subjects. So, yes. like, there's a lot going on. People burning to death and hacked in half. And I forgot about that with the scythe when he mm-hmm. cuts a guy in half. And it's it's pretty yeah. intense. Uh, and then would you recommend this one? Uh, sure.
1: I remember really liking it when I was little. Yeah. Um, And I'll get into, like, why, like, what I fixated on when I was little. And when, when I say little, I mean, like... 10 11 12 younger <laughs> yeah younger not tiny but yeah it lost some of its luster for me i think
0: yeah this movie's enjoyable enough but um it i guess the reason to watch this movie is because it becomes so important on like so many other things like it becomes but does it stand up super well Eh. like they're making a new tv show of it which i'm curious about cuz i've never i've only read the first book the only anne Rice books i've read are that one and the one you let me read and Yeah, like, uh, not really my cup of tea, like, -hmm. her writing style, Um, but I am interested in the, like, further, like, if they go further with the the Vampire Chronicles or whatever in the TV show, I'll watch it. I'll check it out. Mm -hmm. They do have the guy playing Grey Worm as Louis, Mm -hmm. which is an interesting idea um, because he was a slave owner, and the guy who played Grey Worm, whose name I can't think of right now, uh, is... Uh, African American, I think. I believe. Or uh, he might he's be English. Beautiful. Yeah, he's he's a very attractive man. <laughs> he's gorgeous. <laughs> well, if you're if you're gonna be in one of the Vampire Chronicles things, you, I mean, Anne Rice likes her some pretty men, chiseled.
1: So. Yeah, and I mean, Brad Pitt is fine. Tom Cruise less so.
0: Tom Cruise was surprisingly interesting in this movie, like uh, I thought. Anyway, so let's uh, just a real quick. What what it. is this movie? Go for it. Uh, Louis is a slave uh, owner. Well, it starts off. He's uh, interview like there's a guy who finds him. It's Christian Slater, uh, playing the role that was supposed to be played by River Phoenix, but he had passed away shortly before. Yes. Did you want to say something?
1: Yeah, it's it's your brother's Hall Pass.
0: My brother has a huge man crush on Christian Slater, so
1: he's he's on the Kinsey scale, like he is, <laughs> he's the straightest you can go, but he will make one exception, and that is for Christian Slater.
0: So, uh, Christian Slater finds Louis on the street and is just like, "Hey, I interview people." I think you look really interesting. Can you tell me your story? And that's just, he's he's kind of a reporter like that, right? Mm-hmm. So Louis starts telling him, like, hey, I'm a vampire. And he's like, okay, well, you're a nutbag. And he's like, no, check it out. And, like, zooms around the room with his super speed. and so,
1: Like, makes the decision of, like, oh, okay, I'm going to buy into your delusion to get a really good interview. Yeah. Like, he doesn't go, like, you're not a vampire. Like, he doesn't deny it at all. But you can definitely tell he doesn't believe him.
0: Right. And so Louis shows him that he is. And he's like, holy shit, what's going on? And he's like, that's what I'm here to tell you the story about. And so basically, Louis telling the story of the man who made him a vampire, which is a guy named Lestat back in 1791 after Louis lost his wife and child in uh, childbirth. yes, Uh, He's kind of like lost and wanting to die, basically, but not willing to actually kill himself.
1: Doing a lot of destructive behaviors and just in depression like you would be.
0: And Lestat finds him and is like, hey, I can kill you if you want me to, or I can turn you into something like me. So, when it comes down to the wire, like, Louis like, I don't want to die. I'll become like you. And turns him into a vampire. And it's basically they become lovers for...
1: (laughs) But Lestat is very deceiving here. He's like, I will give you the choice that I never had. Mm -hmm. And it's like, he manipulates him into making a choice. And, I don't know. Like, uh, that was red flag number one. (laughs) You know, like somebody abused me so i'm not going to abuse you in the same way i have my own bag of tricks you yeah. know like it just whatever he he comes off as a good guy here at the beginning
0: yeah lestat is definitely a very complex character yeah. he's he's not good he's not bad he does good things he does bad things he's he's probably the most three-dimensional character in the movie
1: what good things does he do <laughs> let's let's talk about i'm sorry i keep stopping i keep stopping you mm-hmm. to talk about things and i shouldn't give us the story
0: okay uh so louis and uh lestat hang out for a while and lestat's kind of pushing him into like hey you need to kill people like animal blood will get you so far but like it's not it's not it's you not can't healthy. survive on it all right you're not it's not gonna last you forever it's
1: the equivalent of you can eat ramen every day as a human being but it's gonna catch up with you eventually
0: yeah so they they kind it's it's him and uh Lestat kind of fighting back and forth, like, I don't want to do it. Yes, you need to do it, blah, 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 blah. This goes on for a while. And in the story, it's like 30 or 40 years or something, but they're fighting back and forth like this. And eventually, Louis, I forget where they are. They end up going to somewhere in Europe, maybe? I don't remember. No, they're not in Europe yet, no. right? Uh, I don't remember where they go. But the plague is ravaging. Oh, they go because they're living in New, not New Orleans yet, like when they were, like, Louis plantation is not quite in new orleans then they move to new orleans yes and that's when their debauchery is all happening right the plague runs through new orleans or some sort of sickness uh one night after they get in a big fight louis walking the streets and he finds this little girl in a plague house with her dead mother yep and louis can't contain himself anymore and he attacks the little girl who's like 12 11 somewhere around there
1: See, I was thinking even younger, like eight or nine.
0: She she might have been younger than that. I I can't remember. Uh, Anyway, but like she definitely is like dressed to look younger. They make her look younger, but I I think I thought she was like a ten or eleven, maybe in this one.
1: I haven't I haven't read the books, so I wouldn't know. And they never say her age.
0: Yeah. Anyway, uh, not important. Well, I mean it is important, but anyway, Louis attacks the girl, and. Drains her thinking that she's gonna die. He runs off into the night. Lestat finds him. Like, after that, they like he kind of makes fun of him, like, Haha, you've done it. Louis takes off. Lestat runs into him later on and is like, Hey, come back home. Or,
1: I got you a present.
0: Yeah. So he comes home and he has trent, he's going to transform the little girl. She's not quite dead yet. Mm-hmm. And he's like,
1: I thought I killed her. And he's like, Nope.
0: I can change. I can trade. I can make her like us. She will
1: die, but I can save her.
0: Yeah, like, do you want her to die or do you want to make her like us? And he decides to turn her, and so now they have kind of a little kid together, Claudia.
1: And Lestat definitely is like, "You're our daughter,"
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's, it's very much like Brokeback Mountain, but with vampires. Like yeah, that's like the it's... whole first section.
0: Yeah, and. It's so odd because this was a time when Tom Cruise was like dodging the whole like gay rumors and like suing people for all this, and then he like jumps feet first into interview with a vampire, and I was just like, that's an odd choice. I mean, <laughs> maybe to throw the scent off. I don't. I don't know. It was just very strange um, yeah. at the time because he he like won. He went out for this role. Like a lot of people were against him. And Rice famously was like, "What are you doing, casting Tom Goddamn Cruise in my movie?"
1: You know. They say that Tom Cruise is
0: Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise crazy. crazy. Yes.
1: <laughs> Shout out to Jonathan Colton. You made some bops.
0: <laughs> Probably still does. Oh, God, know. yeah. He was on some NPR show recently. Really? Yeah, he does like the music on one of the NPR shows. Like, hey, wait a minute or something like that. Oh,
1: my God, that's awesome.
0: Um. Anyway. Good
1: job, Colton.
0: I forget where we were. Oh, they turned the girl. Yeah. Uh, so for the next, like.
1: And she becomes a little, like, porcelain doll. Her yeah. hair curls up and she's just, she's frozen in time. As this little tiny little thing. And so they treat her like a fucking doll. Like Mm -hmm. Lestat definitely dresses her up. And she acts like a little kid. She has no filter. Like if somebody says something rude about her or something's not going her way, she...
0: She acts out. But now she has vampire strength and a desire for blood.
1: Yeah. So she kills them. And her dressmakers, her piano teachers, Mm -hmm. like... Basically, anybody, and they're like, Stop killing people in the house. And, like, that's the one rule. And she keeps breaking. She's like, I know. I'm so bad. Like, she's so, such a little brat. But she goes on a killing spree and decides that she doesn't, you know, Lestat has too many rules. Or, no, 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 no. It was when she saw the sees, creole lady she
0: sees a woman in the window like Bathing. this is yeah this is like 20 or 30 years after she gets turned and she's like i don't Lestat's like hey do you want to go kill her and she's like i don't want to kill her i want to be her i want to grow up and
1: will i ever look like that
0: yeah and they're basically like no you're you're stuck like this this is you're, you're gonna stay the exact You're exact perfect thing forever like this. And yeah she's like
1: i don't want to be this
0: and so she gets angry and starts acting out and then one night she They find, like, Lestat brings her a new doll, and she's like, I don't need another doll. I've got a hundred dolls. Like, you buy me a doll every year on this night. Why? Is this my birthday? Like, what is this? Yeah. And then they find, like, a dead body of the Creole woman in her bed. and. She's like, I
1: did what you wanted me to do.
0: Louis and Lysad are like, you you have a rotting corpse in your bed. What the hell?
1: There's something essentially, like, it's foundationally not right if you just, like, Mm -hmm. surround yourself with rotting flesh. It's a bad idea.
0: Well, but, like, she doesn't sleep in the bed. That is one of the things They this is such a weird, like, take on vampires is that it's, like, very antiquated and, like, oh, they're sleeping in coffins and they're... Uh, but there, it's also very modern and that, like, oh, crosses don't work. That's silly. Uh, I don't remember what, I, like.
1: But that's the beauty of vampirism, right? Like, it's it's all on. I mean, fucking Stephanie Meyer made them glitter. Yeah, yeah. I, I,
0: <laughs> everybody can do their own thing with it. I just, it's such an odd, like, I don't know. I think that's why it kind of works. Like the Vampire Chronicles is that it is such an odd mismatch of like hey, this is really, really gay, which is pretty interesting and kind of new in the 70s and 80s, you know? Not that gay people were new in the 70s and 80s, but, like, it being out and kind of talked about. And
1: and I think it comes off as gay because he, like, Lestat is French, right? Yeah. He's he's from France. Evidently, when Tom Cruise
0: was researching the, the... playing Lestat he went for like a French foppish like he went and studied like this is how the mannerisms will be and his laugh and
1: the French have always been more accepting of other you know other lifestyles other than traditional and the default you know like it's not and not saying it should be the default but it is it has been for centuries and you know but having Lestat be from France Mm -hmm. it just plays so well into this, <laughs> and then there's you know Louis who
0: is American but like Creole, kind yeah. of like Southern, which Brad Pitt, not a great fit for a Creole, no. like Southern, yeah. Like,
1: I'm so looking forward to, to Grey Worm i can't
0: i really wish i could think of his name i, get, yeah. I, I, I keep calling him gray worm
1: <laughs> but yeah so like just the i don't know there's just so many dynamics going on here and then it shifts and so
0: jacob anderson
1: jacob anderson is, is gray worm okay good 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 so what is the girl's name claudia claudia they never they hardly ever see it so claudia is acting out she's you know she has her breakdown when they find the Creole woman, and uh, so she like apologizes to Lestat by bringing him twin boys, and she's like, "Here you go," and he's like, "Oh, okay." So he feeds. She's like, "He's like, I'm I'm glad you came to your senses, and it just it's better this way." And he starts feeding on one of the boys, and he like basically is like, "Oh, you drugged them with absinthe," and she goes, "No, laudanum." Because it keeps the blood warm. Even but though it they're kills dead. Them. Yeah. Like, unfortunately, they're dead, but it keeps the blood warm. They did
0: mention at like, one point earlier in the movie, like, hey, you have to stop feeding before they die, die, because you can't drink the blood after they're dead.
1: Right. It's basically poison.
0: Right. And that's what she did. She poisoned him. Yeah. And, and so, then cut his throat.
1: <laughs> yes. So she went over there. He wasn't dying fast enough, cut his throat and freaks out over the blood getting near to her feet and mm-hmm. so she's like "Louie lift me up" and Louie's like "what the fuck did you just do?" and so basically they set the house on fire.
0: No, 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 not yet. Oh, okay. Uh first uh they they kill a stat, oh, dump yes. him in the su- swamp. Swamp. Mm-hmm. And then they're like "hey we're going to we there's nothing holding us to New Orleans. Let's, Let's go, go, to go to Europe." Europe. And so let's
1: find others like us.
0: Yeah, Claudia is obsessed with finding like where they came from. So she starts studying like all the history of vampires and stuff. And so on the night that Which, they're going if
1: you're the librarian when <laughs> yes. this like 8-year-old comes in at all hours of the night asking to see all of these books about like what the fuck? Yeah. Anyway,
0: so the night they're leaving, though, Lestat comes back and he's like looking pretty, pretty shit because he's been feeding on alligators and frogs and snakes and stuff out he, in the swamp. He
1: looks like he's Scaled. becoming yeah. a, an alligator. Yeah.
0: So he's in, he's playing the piano and they're like, oh shit, what's going to happen? Uh, they kind of tussle a little bit. The place catches on fire. Lestat catches on fire. Yeah. And
1: they, they Louis run for and it.
0: Claudia run for it.
1: They get on a boat and they go to Europe.
0: And they start traveling around and in the books they actually find some vampires before they get to Paris. Uh but it's like they're they're people who live in the graveyard and they're like monstrous mindless just like creatures, right? They're mm-hmm. they're not they're not like them, but they are like them. They are vampires. Uh but they eventually they get to Paris and that's when they find Armand. Armand and his uh cave by like,
1: Antonio Oppenheimer
0: and uh it's the theater de vampire and it's a whole like they do these big plays about like va- morality play type things where like somebody will get sacrificed and it's actually the vampires feeding on the people but everybody's like oh this is just very underground theater kind of thing and i'm like yeah i could see this 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 yeah, would be a thing this a, could be mm-hmm. a thing yeah this could be a thing to this day like yes um any
1: vampires out there there you go
0: yeah, your... <laughs> there, there you go um Anyway, so Armand's, you know, like, hey, br- come bring the girl in. Let's, you know, come meet the rest of the vampires here in the in the coven, and the other vampires. Some of them can read minds. Like each vampire kind of has their own special powers. Like Louis, is, like I think, faster than some of the others. Some can fly. Some can't.
1: Yeah, and Lestat could read thoughts. Yes. Um,
0: and then hers. I don't know if they explain everybody's.
1: I think they explained hers, but I can't remember.
0: Uh, but one of the vampires, I think it's Santiago is his name, reads Louis' mind as they're walking through the vampires. And they like, hey, who is Lestat and did you kill him? Because the only rule vampires have is you don't kill other vampires. Mm-hmm. And so even though Armand is kind of infatuated with Louis, he can't hold the rest of the coven back. So the coven one night grabs Louis because... They're like, you killed, we, we're we not sure who exactly Lestat is. Or like, Armand kind of knew him, night, right? that night,
1: Claudia brings home a doll maker. Yes. Who, like, it's so sad because she knows exactly what she's asking for. She had a child that passed away. And Claudia looks exactly like her daughter. And yes. she's like, what you're going to give me is a child that won't die. And I'm like, ugh.
0: Yeah. Like, it's Madeline. awful. And in the book, if I remember right, Madeline is actually a vamp, like because in the movie it happens immediately. She right. gets turned, then the vampires come in and yeah. take them away. But in the book, if I remember it, right, and it's been thirty years, uh, Madeline's actually her mother for like three or four months before mm. everyone dies. Like they actually get to have a relationship, yeah. and so like it's even more tragic when mm. what happens is the vampires go in, they lock Louis in a, the crypt. a, a crypt, they put Madeline and Claudia in a a cage for the sun yeah. and armand busts louis out but not in time he goes out he finds claudia and madeline crisp, yeah.
1: form and he kind of touches um claudia's hand and it just all
0: and then in in the movie it happens very quickly kind of louis and armand are like louis like fucking burns the, the coven down which is awesome like He's he's like he sets them all all the coffins on fire and then as they erupt, he's got this giant scythe and he's just cutting them down left and right and I'm like most badass scene no yeah it's pretty badass um but Armand and him take off together and they live for a while but like Louis just kind of in the book I mean they they like live together yeah. like they Louis just doesn't have that taste for life anymore he's kind of back where he was when he met Lestat just kind of like listless and I don't you know yeah there's no point to any of this. So. And
1: Lestat was infatuated with Louis, and Armand was infatuated with Louis, but I don't think Louis ever reciprocated that fascination
0: to but either of I them. I think he did with Armand, but like not to, especially once Claudia died, like his he just louis didn't care anymore you know what i mean like he's just for the next couple of hundred years he's just kind of puttering through life just because that's how it is you know that that's what he's doing right
1: so he eventually goes back to america ends up in his old stomping grounds of new orleans and one night he is walking and he smells death but not like regular death
0: like old death is how he describes it
1: and so he goes to their old house and who does he find shriveled in the attic.
0: Lestat's up there have been surviving on rats again mm-hmm. just like um and Lestat's just kind of crazy first,
1: yeah first he's frightened of him and he's like i mean you no harm and he's like oh so you've come back home to me ah. and he's like nope not that either like Louis, <laughs> like shut up and basically just i i smelled you so i came here mm-hmm. and this is closure like yeah. i thought i would It was all closed off, but now it's closure. And he's like, no, but I need you to take me out and give me a couple of good nights of feeding and I'll be back to the old Lestat. And wasn't I good? And he's like, no, you were shit. (laughs) You were a piece of shit. And so Louis leaves him. And it basically all catches up
0: to to the the Christian
1: Slater. And Christian Slater's like, oh, make me one of you. Make me.
0: You can't end the story like this. There needs
1: to be a better end. And so... Louis like grabs him by the neck and floats because Louis to the telling the
0: story like this is a horrible life like this is the, that's what he's trying to like I hate my life this is terrible you need
1: to get the story out there so no so they'll yeah be aware. quit
0: romanticizing this yeah. this is like forever being alone blah 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 and then but the the interviewer who I don't think they name in the movie I know in the chronicles eventually he gets named I can't remember if he actually got named in the first book or not but. Louis like you idiot get out of here go and so he takes off running
1: and gets into his car and starts playing the
0: Guns and Roses cassette. cover yeah oh no. no no yeah sorry sorry it's the it's the cassette, it's the cassette of the of Louis, yeah
1: of the interview and he's like this is some good shit blah 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 and then who is in yeah. the back seat
0: that drops down like hey i'm going to make i'm going to give you the choice i never had yeah and then it, then it ends with uh Sympathy for the Devil, but covered by Guns N' Roses. Yep, that's Interview with the Vampire. Man, that that took a lot longer to explain that movie than I thought it You're was like going to. Real quick, and like real like quick, what? and it's twenty five minutes 25 later. Minutes,
1: yes, yeah. Oh my god.
0: What'd you think of Interview with the Vampire?
1: I remember loving it when I was little, mm-hmm. um, and I was fascinated with Kirsten Dunst, and I loved. Claudia, my, one of my favorite parts was when she would creep from her coffin to
0: to Louis, to yeah, to Louis, and going around the sunlight and yeah,
1: the... just tiptoeing to mm. was like, oh, look how innocent and whatever, and yeah, I, I, she could do no wrong in mm-hmm. my eyes. Well, that bitch shouldn't have said anything because <laughs> yeah, kill her. And like I, I loved Claudia. Watching it again, I wanted to punch her in the face. <laughs> I'm older. I'm wiser. I'm like, what does this fucking bit like how annoying we-, we talked about it with near dark as well of like the kids being stuck as kids. Mm-hmm. That would fucking suck. Like if you knew all of this knowledge because you've lived for so long, but you are still seen as infantile like mm-hmm. it sucks but at the same time, right before they burst in to grab everybody and take them back and, and whatever, she kisses Louie. She kisses Louie. And it makes me very uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. It's, like, there's a dynamic there that is, she calls them father. She calls them companion. She calls them.
0: She even and, calls them lover at one point. Like, yeah. Like, and
1: that's, ooh, I don't like that. Yeah, there's like a lot that. of
0: creepiness there.
1: I do not like that. And I think Lestat is is more infatuated with her that way than Louie. Louie is very protective of her um but at the same time it's just like she wants more mm-hmm. because she's been alive for this long and she's she wants to be a grown up and she wants and she she's never going to get that so it sucks i know but like hated her mm-hmm. <laughs> hated her this time around uh i sympathize more with with louie i think really yeah this time around um
0: i mean, yeah i guess i sympathize with him but like man what an uninteresting character really
1: yeah so you you said at the beginning that Lestat he does good he does bad he's like the most well-rounded whatever I see him as pure evil.
0: Okay, maybe maybe I shouldn't say good, but he does kind of at least he manipulates people. He is manipulative, uh, manipulative, but he does give Louis the choice, like, do you want to do this or not? He does, you know. He gives Louis the choice. Do you want me to make her like I can let her die? I'm fine with that. Do you want to let her die? Are you okay with that? You know what I mean? Like, is it see, manipulative? What I,
1: see, see, what I see in that is the fact that he can use this as blackmail. You told me that you wanted me to turn her. You said that you wanted me to give you and this And he, he would because he he's resented not a good person. Him, right? And he resented him for turning him. And he, he kept throwing that in his face of, like, this is what you wanted. You didn't want to die, so this is what you wanted. And it was like, what kind of choice is that? You either die or you let this child die or i can turn them and it's
0: <sighs> yeah i shouldn't have said i shouldn't have said he does good things What i okay. he's just he's more well-rounded than the other characters i thought i thought louis is very flat louis doesn't do anything louis has things happen to him you know what i mean the whole movie is things happening to louis and when nothing is happening to louis Nothing happens. 200 years or whatever pass between the death of <laughs> Claudia and him meeting Lestat again, and nothing happens in all that time. He goes to the movies every day. Like, don't get me wrong, if I was a vampire, I'd probably want to, uh, what I would end up doing, but I don't want to watch a movie about me, the vampire. <laughs> I want to watch. See,
1: but when he talks about getting the color blue back, it's just like, oh. It was.
0: Yeah, I did like that scene a lot, but 200 years of doing nothing. Nothing. Nothing happened, Louis. Nothing happened for the last 200 years.
1: How long do you want this goddamn movie to be?
0: (laughs) I'm just saying, like... Louis 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 is not a character. He is a this is the, the a thing that happens. You know what I mean? Like, see, I. LeStat see... is a character. Claudia is a character. Louis is just there.
1: See, I see it as the opposite. Mm. I do. And can I can I make my argument sure. for that? Okay, so yes, things happen to him, but he is the moral compass of the reader. Like, if anybody, like that's what. I haven't read the books, so I can only speak to the movie. That's what this movie is, is, is supposed to be. We follow Louie's story because we are supposed to be Louie in this story. Mm-hmm. This is the, the character that we should relate to the most. And so you don't want to make the char- character too evil. You don't want to make the character too good. You want this kind of ambiguous, like, does he kill people? Yeah, he does. But, like, does he hate that he kills people? Yeah, he does. And so he struggles with the ethics of being a vampire. And he's like, I'll just I'll just eat rats. And then he gets made fun of by the only other vampire he's ever seen. And the choice that Lestat gives is just an extension of his abuse of, like, he's so... Oh, I hate Lestat. I hate <laughs> Lestat so goddamn much. And then... Like the freaking coven, when they're like, the one rule that we have is you don't kill your kind, and then they kill three of their kind or try to, Mm -hmm. like, two of their kind for sure. And then, like, and then they were gonna,
0: even worse than killing, locking them up in a crypt, like, to starve for hundreds of years, yeah
1: and it's just like i mm, it's 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 a commentary on capital punishment it's a commentary on like gay relationships it's a it's a commentary on domestic violence like this movie is so many things that hmm, it was not when i watched it when i was little like i and i watched it like i would watch it multiple times because i loved that part when she tiptoed around the sun like that was literally what i was waiting for and then when she got her uh, when she brought home Uh, what's her name? The mom. Uh, Madeline. Madeline. When she brought home Madeline, I was like, yay. And then when Madeline was like, I want this. I Immediately
0: snatched away, yeah. Yeah,
1: and I was like, oh, this is perfect. She's like on board. She knows exactly. Like, that's the choice. Claudia being influenced by Louis so much. Like, Louis protected her, spoiled her, you know, made her a good person because she actually gave Madeline the option.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Well-informed
1: option. It was not an abusive, like, I'm going to give you the choice I never had.
0: And we should point out that uh, she's not able to turn people because she's so small. She doesn't – because in this, you have to feed – as a vampire, you have to feed some of your blood to the person to turn them. She's so small that she doesn't have enough blood to turn someone. So that's why she had to get Louis to do it.
1: Yep. But, yeah. So I see – like, is Louis the greatest character ever? No. But I think he's the best character out of the bunch. And Armand is just thirsty for some Louis. (laughs) And Lestat is just pure evil. And Claudia, I think if anybody has a character arc, it is Claudia. So, Mm -hmm. and
0: uh, she's the only character that actually does kind of change. Louis kind of stays the same the whole time. Yeah. Because there's the whole thing when he turns Madeline and after, like, they're saying goodbye, he's the person I was. As soon as I turn Madeline, I'm no longer that person. I killed that person by That's turning true. her, and but like nothing changes with him. You know what I mean? Like he still acts like himself. He goes on the killing spree with the coven, but then the next 200 years is nothing. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't change him. That doesn't do anything to him. And maybe it's kind of the unchanging vampire kind of idea there. But Lestat changed at least for a while, and then at the end, maybe he didn't. You know and I, I like Lestat because he's true to himself. Louis's lying to himself a lot of this movie. I'm not a killer. I'm not a killer. Yeah, you are. You did kill a bunch of people. Mm. You enslaved people, motherfucker. You had slaves. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you are not a good person and you sit there and telling your at least Lestat's honest with himself. He says, I'm a piece of shit. I do shitty things, but I'm gonna be up front with you like, hey, I'm a shitty person. Like I, at least that I don't, I do not admire Lestat. I do, <laughs> I just I find him an interesting character because of that. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. He's he's more honest with himself, and I think that is part of the reason why Louis and Claudia like start coming to like butting heads. There is because she's a she learned that from Lestat. She's a lot more honest with herself than Louis is.
1: Sure, I think we need shirts instead <laughs> team of Louis and Team so, Lestat. Yes, I think instead of team edward and team
0: what, can i just what be team, was team claudia and madeline and <laughs> they get a happy life out there somewhere that would be awesome <laughs> so would you do a menu for interview with a vampire
1: i mean wine
0: i do not drink wine <laughs> they do have uh some grapes through the movie i'm trying to think like yeah i mean it's a vampire movie wine it makes sense yeah they had some ham that they didn't eat <laughs> yeah some rat that you squeeze out oh God no no okay
1: Rat sponges yes To squeeze out the one <laughs> but yeah no I uh, I need to get better about food
0: like thinking about it beforehand.
1: yes because I I have not Slacking. delivered yeah
0: all right so have we got to the grading time then sure all right so on a scale of one to ten uh, but what kind of scale do we want to use for this uh, interview with a vampire
1: one to ten happy life for claudia and madeline
0: aw one to ten rotting corpses in your bed
1: Ugh. one to ten rats
0: <laughs> rats uh, <laughs> one to ten uh, vampires uh, hacked in half during <laughs> his rampage
1: one to ten experimental theater productions <laughs> where somebody actually dies it's Uh, so bad people actually died
0: i don't know one to ten guns and roses covers rolling stone songs i don't even know what to say about this oh okay so multiple times they burned down fancy houses so Mm -hmm. do we want to go with burning mansions sure okay uh this is a six it's slightly above like a meh movie like should you watch it Sure. Like, I think if you like vampires and you like vampire films, this was super influential, not just the movie, the book, the Vampire Chronicles, Anne Rice herself, even though, yeah, there's a lot of like, you know, good and bad that comes with Anne Rice, like her kind of like going after fan fiction writers and that sort of stuff wasn't cool. But she also like, hey, you like vampire fiction of the last 40 years, you have to thank Anne Rice because she was the biggest influence on vampire fiction. Like
1: Okay, but can we hate her a little bit for Stephanie Meyer? <laughs> just just a little, a little bit. bit.
0: But you know, like Vampire the Masquerade, which is a, a role playing game that I absolutely love, would not exist without Come Anne on. Rice. Correct. You know, like most of the vampire movies or TV shows or anything in the last 40 years, yeah, you gotta you gotta say it. But this movie doesn't hold up super well. Um, I am super interested to see the TV show that's going to come out of it and hopefully, you know, spending a little more time with these characters. trying And to especially
1: pit. Louis and his missing 200 years that you <laughs> are complaining so much about. I'm just
0: saying, like, it's he does nothing, nothing. Louis is Louis is a, a piece of paper that just things happen around him. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm going to go with uh, six burning mansions uh, for Interview with the Vampire. What about you?
1: I, I'm going to have to go four.
0: Four? Yeah. yeah.
1: It it lost its luster for me. I was really excited to, to revisit this movie because I haven't watched it since I went through my interview with the vampire phase. And it, ooh, it hits different. It's like watching... <laughs> It is not like The Little Mermaid at all. But it's like when you're little and you watch The Little Mermaid, you're just like, I love him. I'm 16 years old. And you're like, yeah, Ariel. And then you watch it as an adult and you're like, go to your room. God, you're annoying. And like, that's, that's, I've grown up. And (laughs) this movie did not follow me into my next, you know, era. And that, that's kind of sad, but at the same time, I'm, I'm glad I enjoyed it for what I did. I have to say I did not watch the ending very much because I would put on, like we had VHS tapes and yeah. I had one of the TVs that had the VHS or the um, VCR attached to it. And so you would put in the tape and I'd fall asleep to it. It was this one, Cruel Intentions, and Benny and June. Those were my three go-tos. <laughs> and I always made it... For Cruel Intentions, I had to make it to the opening song, mm-hmm. you know, he's whatever, and then uh, for Interview with the Vampire, it, I had to watch it when I was awake enough to make it to her tiptoeing, and <laughs> that was it, that's a long stretch, so I I would almost immediately fall asleep after her tiptoeing scene, yeah. but yeah, it's a four. Yeah. It's not bad. I was I liked watching it more so than any of the other movies i think we've watched but it's because i know i kind of knew what was coming
0: yeah you've watched this movie a lot or at least most of it a lot yeah comfortable
1: yeah but still it's like okay i have to say shit about it (laughs) and when under the eye of criticism it doesn't hold up well at all Not super
0: well uh all right but that's uh the episode for interview with a vampire uh dedicated to anne rice
1: yay rest in peace
0: if you like the episode check us out on twitter
1: at murder she don't one
0: uh instagram and tiktok at
1: murder she don't
0: and then join us next week for uh we're going to watch the evil dead <laughs> sam raimi uh one of the best directors alive uh his uh, feature his, his first feature film
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah bruce campbell sam raimi mm, are you ready have, have you ever watched evil dead I believe so. Okay, good. All right, but yes, we'll uh, do that. chainsaw hand. Of course, we do have our rewatch of Dracula coming up soon for Valentine's Day. Um, Rewatch? Yeah, we're going to remember uh, last year when we watched it, we watched the non- um music version like the original release had no music to it and then we we're gonna watch it again this year for valentine's day with the mute like with the who's it philip glass or whatever did a score for it okay um so we're gonna listen to hopefully it or watch i can that.
1: stay awake for it now. yeah
0: <laughs> well uh, that's a couple weeks away so we're gonna do evil dead next week and then i think we have one week in between that and then dracula so mm-hmm. we'll figure out what we're doing there for that All right, but join us next time for Evil Dead, and until then, remember... I'm going to give you a choice
1: I never had.
0: (laughs) That's a good one. He does, yeah. Such an asshole. (laughs) Hi. I got you.